Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website, shrinkthink.com forward slash awesome. Just kidding. (laughs) Forward slash podcast. We've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Disclaimer and newsflash, we are not your therapist. Welcome to the game. We are just educating you and that is it. Do not take what we're saying as a life-changing situation. Please just enjoy the program, sit back, relax, and thank you for being here. Hey there, Daniel Fava here, and if you don't know me, I'm the host of the Private Practice Elevation podcast, where I share online marketing strategies and interviews to help private practice owners attract more clients and scale their businesses. The Private Practice Elevation podcast is part of the SiteCraft network of podcasts, and I'm super excited to be part of this network alongside Aaron and Nathan and the great work they're doing. If you haven't discovered the Private Practice Elevation podcast yet, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join me as we explore topics like building an effective website for your private practice, search engine optimization, content marketing, and copywriting, as well as my conversations with experienced private practice owners about scaling a practice, outsourcing, team leadership, and all the things that are going to help you elevate your business and create the life you love. Be sure to check us out at privatepracticeelevation.com for resources and content to help you in your online marketing journey. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are very excited here. Actually, Nathan's very excited. I'm just normal excited. If you're watching on YouTube, you know exactly what we're talking about. And if you're not watching on YouTube and you're just listening, you better head over to our YouTube channel. Unless you're driving, then don't. Then you can just watch us. It's very weird that people want to see us while we're talking. I know, but not when you're driving. This is like my little disclaimer because I don't want to be responsible for any accidents <laughs> out there. I would love to watch be- out for that squirrel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hit your brakes right now. I, I wouldn't mind being responsible for an accident because somebody's like just laughing so hard at something we said. And nope, like, I'm not. Gonna- <laughs> like, I was listening to the Shrink Thing podcast. I was so into it that I forgot about the world around me. Yeah, but we don't want anybody to get into accidents or having any accidents in their pants. (laughs) Let's move right along. Let's do that. Let's do. So today we are going to be talking about controlling yourself. (laughs) Speaking of the subject, not even joking. That was like such a perfect segue. So the idea is that a lot of times we have feelings that are going on. We maybe feel anxious. We feel frustrated. We feel just whatever the thing is going on inside of us. And a lot of people turn outward. It's kind of like this external locus of control that we've talked about in the past. A lot of people, we turn outward to control our environment or control other people because there's like a a hidden belief that's underneath all of this that says that if I can control you or stop this thing from happening or control my environment, (sighs) I feel so much better. I will feel so much better. But the problem with that is that you are responsible for your feelings and your feelings are inside of you and your stress or your frustration, your anxiety is inside of you and in your body, not in your environment around you. I mean, those things can kind of exacerbate stuff or whatever. 
but it's more about like what's going on inside of you. So we're going to kind of talk about what that means, what that looks like, why that's important, maybe even a little bit of like how that has been or can be destructive uh, in your relationships or for the people around you, because ultimately we want you to be aware of like what you're doing and how that might be impacting people so that you can be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. It's probably a good idea. Those shrink think guys know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> Very good. So there's different ways that different personalities actually deal with this. Um, introverts have a tendency to isolate and extroverts have a tendency to just make you think differently. They want to have influence you, change you because persuade, persuade because they may not like what's going on in a given moment. In an extreme example, which I feel like maybe is not that extreme anymore. I don't know. This whole thing around being offended is similar to this, right? So if you're going to have like a not going to have, but it comes from like a, a victim mentality. So you have an idea that you are somehow less than of this big culture that's going on right now, which I've, I've got a teenage daughter and I hear about this stuff um, for the drama at middle school and that kind of thing. Everybody's trying to assign themselves disorders, you know, like I'm. I'm an anxious person. I probably have autism. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm an anxious avoidant person. My <laughs> disorder is worse than yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get the, the most special treatment. <laughs> That's right. So it's like if I can label it or if I can remind you that you have to be different because I have this disorder or whatever, like you should know better because I'm this way or I'm offended that you said that. So you can't say those things. There are some legitimate offensive things that people do and say like that are intended to humiliate or degrade. On the other hand, when somebody's explaining something and they say the wrong word because they're just, I don't know, they're just talking and it comes across different. Or they just say something that they're not trying to be offensive. They're not saying anything that's necessarily offensive, but you are offended by it. Right. There's kind of two different personality perspectives on that too, because one will be, they just need to inform you. I don't know if you know this, but what you just said was very offensive you know versus what you just said i am offended by or i feel offended by right and honestly you can let somebody know that as we talked about before we're not telling you not to verbalize what's going on in your space what we're saying is you can't expect that by doing that you're controlling all the space it's just unrealistic to think like oh if i share this then everybody's going to be totally different and if they're not, then I'm entitled to be more of a freaking jerk to, every, to everybody. And, and maybe even it's like I have. A, yeah, you said entitled. I have a right. And maybe even people look at it as I have a responsibility, like a social responsibility to the world around me or a responsibility to you to make sure that, you know, whatever this thing is. And so that actually is putting you in a power over position over other people or over the scenario, which is that's not a good thing. All right. I'm not really trying to make it. A, uh, this thing we've actually did a podcast on not being offended. I'm using this as, a, as an example because it's kind of one of those clear ones that everybody's a lot of people I think have, have experienced this with friends and maybe you yourself have been like, man, that freaking bugs me. And choices that you might make regarding that would be, I'm not hanging out with that person anymore. I would challenge that one because you're talking about based in how you feel in certain circumstances around the person you're going to now not spend any time at all in all the circumstances because of a few circumstances. And, and so what you're doing is you're also limiting your environment to only the things that make you feel comfortable. 
right? And again, we're assuming that kind of assuming the best about other people. We're giving people the benefit of the doubt because people say and do things that are, you know, inadvertently hurtful or offensive or disrespectful or something like that. We all do that. That's not what we're trying to do. It's not our intention at all. And so there needs to be some leeway, some space where people can do things that we're uncomfortable with or we don't like. And that's just a normal part of relationships. So what you're doing essentially by removing that person from your life is you're saying, I need to live in this bubble or create a bubble around me where I'm only surrounded by the people and the things that I like and I agree with and I'm comfortable with. And that's not the real world. No, it's not. I'm a two on the Enneagram. I have more of a tendency to care about what other people are thinking or doing. And I don't want to, I don't want to offend somebody or not that our listeners are out there going, well, dang it. I really wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) if you are, please go listen to our don't be offended podcast. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking in terms of Enneagram eights wouldn't worry about it as much. They'd, they'd just be like, I'll just tell you what I think. And, and however you do it, because they are, they want to be rude. They're just not concerned about what other people think. Right. So um, in, in that way, what I find myself doing, I've got a couple friends that I limit my time with. And so I had to do some, I, I have to do some thinking about this because I naturally will, I, it takes so much energy for me to edit myself when I'm with them that it's exhausting. Cause I, I'm trying so hard to respect where they're coming from. Are you saying that I'm, I'm difficult to be around Nathan? Are you telling me that there's something wrong with me that you have to edit yourself? Is that what you're well, I didn't I, want it to I come out this way, of, but now that we're here I in the can't podcast, you're, I, are you like passive aggressively trying to say this to me no. on the podcast while we're recording right now? Less passive, more assertive. <laughs> no. But what I've had to think through, I've got into myself and gone, okay, what, what is the deal? This whole thing where I'm assuming that I'm assuming some things, first of all, I'm assuming that there's whatever's going on in my headspace at any given moment. I am nervous to share it because we're going to get sidetracked on some conversation. It's going to get bigger than I want it to be. It's going to be misinterpreted. It's going to be somehow viewed a certain way. So then I just don't say it. And as I started thinking about this, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Can't, can't I be myself with this person? So how much internal management do I actually need to do? Because the reality is, is I am who I am. And it's also the other person's responsibility to um, somehow in their own world, respect the fact that I've got my own process and that's not my job to manage their process ahead of time. Yeah. There's like a certain amount of like mutual respect that you're describing that you're wanting from the other person and that you're giving to the other person, uh, from the standpoint of I've got my personhood and my space to be myself. And sometimes that's going to bleed over into, or like rub up against who you are. And there might be some of those friction points, but that's kind of like the grace and the, you know, the space of relationships where that's going to happen sometimes and that's okay. And vice versa on the other side, you toward me, you want some space to be yourself. And sometimes I might find that difficult or frustrating or, you know, offensive or whatever that may be, but I'm giving you space to be yourself and I'm not trying to control you because I'm like, well, this is who you are. Ever felt like you needed someone who really gets what you're going through meet the peer network where real understanding meets genuine support and mental health and addiction recovery so what is peer support it's a powerful connection with someone who has walked a similar path our certified peer support specialists have their own stories of overcoming challenges in mental health and addiction they're here to share 
Listen and guide. With the Peer Network, you're not just getting advice, you're gaining a partner in your journey, someone who empathizes, relates, and helps you navigate your path with their first-hand experience and professional training. Through our telehealth platform, this support is as close as your phone or computer. It's a safe, confidential space where you can talk, learn, and grow, all at your own pace and from the comfort of your own home. Whether you're seeking support for mental health challenges or walking the road of addiction recovery, the Peer Support Network offers a hand to hold, an ear to listen, and a heart that understands. Visit thepeernetwork.com to discover more. Your journey is unique, and so is our support. The Peer Network, empathy in action, support in every step. From that standpoint, I guess, let me just say this. It kind of reminds me of the remorse topic that we Mm. talked about in a previous episode that like when you're saying you're sorry, you want to be impacted by the other person and how they're, you know, how they feel or whatever. In a similar way, if I'm the other person and I'm allowing you, Nathan, to be yourself and you say or do something that sort of rubs me the wrong way. The question that I always ask myself is like, what, what is it about me that I'm so bothered by or frustrated mm-hmm. about? Not like, oh, right. just blaming you. You're so this or you're so that because you're just being you. Right. I'm c- kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt. And I'm saying you're just allowed to be you and who you are. Why and how can I stretch myself, grow as a person to make more space for that? So maybe I'm not so rigid or I've got more flexibility to absorb some of that without being so offended or getting so upset. Well, recently you and I were, were talking about, uh, actually we weren't talking, but this is kind of a, a way to explain the space component. Uh, I think it was like last week I was, I was using your coffee mug. What I was going to do is I'm, I was, we were at the Keurig and I was going to fill up this mug and then pour it into my, my oh, thermos. Yeah. And, um, I, I grabbed it and you go, that that's my mug. <laughs> I <remember this. laughs> and my first thought was, I'm not using it. I'm just going to pour it out like, you know, whatever. But then I thought, um, well, this is not my mug, you know? So <laughs> I said, would you like me, would you like to have like me not to do this? And you said, yes, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it, it was somehow I asked you about like, do you want me not to do it? Or do you want, do you want it now or something? And you said, yeah. And I, so I just gave you the mug and I just got a different one. But this, the thing that I had to go through in my mind, like, um, even as I reflected was I had all these reasons, uh, well, not like a lot, but I had some, some, what I had as valid reasons in my mind to do what I was doing mm-hmm. that also was, that should not quote unquote, offend you, bother you, or you should not care about these. I'm just going to do it. But then I thought like, he's, he has his experiences. I want the mug now. Like I, I you know, and, and I don't know if there's a time thing or whatever, but but I, and I thought I can't, I, I don't get to usurp that and just assume that I can do whatever, whatever my reasons are, you have to then like, you should obey them, you know? Well, and I mean, this is a little bit of a sidetrack, just a really quick rabbit trail, but that's why I think communication is so important because, you know, afterward we talked about it or whatever. And you're like, I just was going to, you know, fill it up and then dump it out or whatever. I wasn't going to drink out of it because essentially in my mind, I was like, oh, you're going to use my mug. I mean, it's literally like I I made it, you know, I painted it or whatever. You were going to use my mug and drink out of it. And then like I, I have to use something else, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not what you were going to do. So 
like once you told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, you can use my mug if that's right. all you're going to do with it. Right. This is why communication is so right. important between people. And also that's why it's getting us back on topic as well. It's so important that you manage those things that are going on inside of you, because that could have been an unnecessary conflict or argument between us where it's like, why are you using my mug? And you legitimately have good reasons and you're not really doing the thing that I think you're doing. (laughs) And so I would have just gotten upset. We would have had this argument over no, like no legitimate reason. It's funny because there's those two sides of that. And in in some ways, just managing your own space and respecting the space of others actually kind of works as a default to where you just, even in a misunderstanding, it doesn't, it doesn't go um, where it shouldn't because you're, you're just going to respect what's going on. They're like shocks on a bike or on a car where they absorb some of the impact of things to make your ride smoother or to make it so that, you know, what's happening inside. Like if I'm holding a, you know, a coffee mug or whatever, it's like, if I've got a liquid in it, it's like, if I go over bumps or holes in the road or whatever, and I've got shocks, it's a pretty smooth ride. I'm not going to spill. Bad things aren't going to happen. But if I don't have those shocks, I'm like, <laughs> like you throw it into my face. I honestly know? thought there was something in there. I was like, what are you going to do? You have to see that's on video. I thought he was going to throw something in his face. So some of this is just, it's respecting what's going on for you. But as you understand, as you take the time, for example, in my previous example, I'm talking about i'm it's not like i'm not going to spend time with these people it's that in my mind i'm like man that's going to take a lot of work and i just don't want to do that today or something but then as i explored it i was like wait i'm not even i'm automatically withdrawing the permission i'm i'm entitled to to be who i am that's dumb i at least need to do that and then see what happens because i'm not even giving the other person a chance to respond to those other things. And that doesn't mean there needs to be like kind of an argument about it. Yeah. You're, you're making assumptions and you're also predicting the future that has not even happened yet. And you're also taking away a potential opportunity from the other person, from me, for example, to do the right thing or to respond in a different way. Or maybe it's an opportunity for me to grow of like, Oh, you know what? I'm, let me ask a question or let me let Nathan be more of himself. It's like, you could be taking away that opportunity from me just because of your own anxiety. Mm -hmm. I've got like, so at home we'll play, we'll, we'll be, we play games as a family a lot. Like we have game night where friends and family come over. And so I'm called next level. They'll call me because what happens is somebody will say something that's mildly, I don't know, provocative. I know where this is going. And I will just go one level and they go, of course. You, okay. We shouldn't bring this up when Nate's around. Like, like and when we're talking levels, we're talking like <laughs> most people are like, you know, about a 10 foot level from one story to the next. Nate's like a hundred feet is the next level. <laughs> you know what I hate? I hate X, Y, Z. You know what I hate? And they're like, don't say it. Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. like, just but I have to, I actually do try to keep in mind that they're, they're, I, There are going to be situations with that that I need to I need to respect. So that is me. But on the other hand, I don't necessarily need to go where my mind goes like, say this, you know, I can go like, oh, you're in mixed company. You got to be you you got to be. So that's you're on a podcast. (laughs) Maybe I should be a little bit of professional, (laughs) which is why it sucks. I want to so bad give you some examples. so bad. But uh, I just sound like a billy goat just then. Um, (laughs) Uh, we got to we got to turn for home here because this has got to be end up a little bit a little bit of a shorter podcast. I'm sorry, little campers, you're sitting by there. 
having little marshmallows camping. This is actually us. just a great opportunity for them to manage what's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. You know, the sadness, the fear, the anxiety. Like, oh no, what am I going to listen to next? You they know? have to do a longer one. <laughs> so I think we got at the gist though. Is there anything that you wanted to add? Yeah, I think so. Kind of the original concept is like, instead of controlling other people or the environment, right? Because when you have like what you're describing is you're turning inward and asking yourself questions. You're what we call introspecting, right? Intro, uh, intro is like inside yourself or specting is like you're examining or evaluating whatever. So you're examining inside of yourself. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What are my options or what am I going to do? As opposed to turning outward toward blame or criticism or um, I guess it would be control. It's like telling somebody else what they need to do. Like, oh, you're doing this. You shouldn't do that. You need to be doing this. Um, That would be like if you what I'm essentially saying is if you did these things, then I would feel better. It's your job to make me feel better. And that's not true at all. What we're saying is like it's my job to know myself and to make myself feel better, to feel grounded. And so everything you were describing is like, oh, yeah, if I make those adjustments inside myself, that's better for both of us. Yeah. And the other, you know, I introduced this. We were talking about, well, actually, Aaron introduced this, but talking about the difference in personality, those folks out there that are more introverted, your tendency is going to be to isolate. Right. But the same thing we're talking about is what we're asking you to do is you would do the introspection, which is going to come really natural. You're going to be a professional. But the challenge of what Aaron was talking about earlier on the assumptions that you're making and that you're not giving the people in your world the chance to be more of themselves to grow in their own stuff where you kind of put yourself out there a little bit, let, let somebody know something that maybe they wouldn't have known because you're okay to say it and then letting it be. And part of that is like when, what, when you said you're making assumptions, we did a whole episode on our podcast about being honest with yourself. This is why being honest with yourself is so important. If I'm examining myself, then hopefully I will see that I'm making assumptions. And then if I'm being honest with myself, I will be able to admit, you know what? That's an assumption. That's not a good thing. I need to make space to see what's actually going to happen rather than assuming what's going to happen. Right. And so it's interesting because it kind of happens two different ways for introverts versus extroverts. But the truth is, it's the same thing. And so it's, it's about taking this stuff seriously and being able to, you can control how you interact with the world, but you can't control the world. Some of these folks, some folks that you get around, you might even have to just not be around because it's just too anxious. But the only way you're actually going to know that is if you take some time and do your thinkings about it. That's a new one for you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 